0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Affinity Christian Ministries podcast. My name is James. I've got Mason and Jonathan with me here today. We also have a very special guest, Mason's little boy, Adonis. I don't think he's going to say hello, but he's definitely giving us the biggest grin of his life. Thank you so much for being on, Adonis. I know you've got a lot of good topics to talk about today. Today is going to be a heavy, heavy, heavy topic. We're going to be going over a lot of stuff, and most of it is from... A lot of comments and concerns we get on our Facebook page. Uh, If you didn't know we had a Facebook page, go find us, Affinity Christian Ministries. There you can see a lot of different posts that are very biblical, trying to just teach people the way to be like Jesus uh, and come to Christ and and, and live a good life. But all the time we have atheists and naysayers and just men men, men poked by the devil that that come to attack us. So this episode is, is, is related to that and the fact that many of them, will point out the fact that how can there be an all-loving god with suffering in the world? And that's and also the fact that there's no free will if all god is all knowing. And those are two very very big questions that we could talk about for hours and hours and hours, but we are going to try and concise them down to what <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to just give this away to Jonathan. Where do you want to start with this?
1: Okay, so Essentially, I want to be able to help you Christians, but also atheists that happen to to click on this to, to hear this uh, side of things um, So Christians it's, it's difficult, you know if if atheists are really good at running you around into a circle um, And you know, although atheists will say Christians are really good at running around in circles the bottom line is, uh, atheists are, are a little better at it. Certainly, when a Christian is not well read, um, maybe doesn't have the, the you know impeccable communication skills or or things like that, or good analytical skills. Because in order to um, argue, I guess if you will, a debate with an atheist, um, you've got to be very analytical and and get down to the the base of things before you get out into the weeds. Now. I'm as guilty as anybody else. Sometimes I wind up out in the weeds a little bit for a second, and then I realize, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's rein this in. Let's let's bring this into a more uh, reasonable area. Well,
0: you end up in the weeds because there's so much more to answer. There's so much more to go into, and we love God so much. We love the Bible. We love preaching it and witnessing (laughs) that— You give us one answer. You give us one question and we want to tell you the whole
1: entire story right. of the gospel. It, and it is, and that's that's what it is. So so when someone comes, like for instance, all right, just the starting block. Save yourself a lot of time. When an atheist uh, you know comes to you and starts talking about how Oh, yeah, you're God, oh, if you know God was real well he's he's jerk he's mean he's and trust me, I'm using clean words. this is not what they use online, oh not at all every every vulgar expression you can imagine is being uh, said all at once, and I leave those on the Facebook page, so um I guess so so other atheists can see how nasty their own kind are uh, when it comes to that so um but also to wake Christians up like you know you're not living in a warm and fuzzy world, let's just get to that
0: and and one thing I always like to. I always think about i guess i've never really addressed it to an atheist is that you know no matter what they believe we still all are under one father yep we're still all brothers and sisters just not of christ and of the same mindset so that's why as a christian we want to 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 have these answers and we want to help these other people that we may label as an atheist but they're just like us and at a time, it's just like me. I was I would have sold you I was an atheist or an agnostic, and it's just you got to help them come to Christ, and you got to help them see the light. And that, and then when they're there, they'll be the best fighter for God in the in the world.
1: Right. Well, and, and agreed. And so for me, um, you know, I maintain my tongue obviously uh, as I'm having discussions with them, and and at the honestly at the expense of all of my time. I Spend and I, I know atheists out there. Listen, you have to understand that. I truly care uh, There's you, the countless hours I spend to to answer some of what is ridiculous statements and questions But for the sake of your soul, okay Because I could do a million other things in my day that don't include you or, or responding to you but I do care because there's there's no other there's no other benefit for me beyond that right it, it's it's for you not for me the bottom line is I, I'm set straight I know where I'm going I know where I'm headed and I know what I got to do um, so there the help is there for you and and you know when they come onto the Facebook page it's amazing you know again they get they get very vulgar and you know the, one of the top things is hey you could have kept scrolling but you came here for a fight. That is obvious what it is. And I can tell you right now, you come to the Affinity Christian Ministry Facebook page, you can't leave an atheist. I'm telling you right now. You'll find that out real if quick. If
0: you do, you never listen. Well,
1: well, if you do, it's because you walked away. You put your tail between your legs and you took off. Because you cannot stay on the page and be an atheist. That's, that's a fact. You will find that out very, very quickly. And um, so first of all, as, as I would like to get in uh, into things. What's up, buddy? I'm sorry. This is Adonis. He's checking me out, talking on the microphone with with a headset on. He's looking at me like, man, Grandpa. Are you going to say
2: something, Mason? He's busy. Yeah, no. What I was going to say is that technically, and as you can see from the replies from the atheists in the comments of our Facebook page, is that uh, there's no such thing as atheists. You can see by the rage that they have... For for God, they're they're not atheists. They obviously believe in God. They're oh, just, that's so good. Well, they can't them. be raised. Okay, they're scorers. haters. Yeah, right. Haters so
1: that and that's my that's my point. I wanted to get to first. So as a Christian, when someone now there's there's several different. Some atheists are not mad at God because they don't believe in Him anyway. So you know they're just like it's just stupid to believe in a God. So there's that type of atheist, right? And then you have the angry atheist, which seems to be what I come into contact more often than not. Um, the angry atheist. Now this is quite the, the, the conundrum, if you will, uh, right? Here you have a person who says that when they say they believe God is not real, God does not exist, but. but they're mad at God and they blame God for everything evil. First of all, they never credit God for a single thing good, nothing. Yeah. And they blame all evil, all death, all chaos, all destruction on God. Now, That's where I've learned to not get into the weeds with a person who is not mentally sound. They're not mentally sound. You gotta get them to admit one thing. Wait a minute. If the God you say, right, you said God does not exist. Um, So let's just start from this point. Either A, you have to admit God exists in order to have the valid statement that he's bad, um, and he's the root of all evil and all terrible things. Blah blah blah. You would have to drop your atheism, no longer be an atheist, and admit God of the Bible and God, our Creator of this universe, is real. Now you might not like him and you might hate him. That's on you. But that's fine. That's a good start. <laughs> but at least, at least now you've acknowledged he is God. Now that being said, you're no longer an atheist. Right. Or, or the other side of that is, is. You won't admit God, our creator, God of, God of the Bible, God of the universe is real. If you don't admit that, then all of your hatred for him doesn't exist because he does not exist. And therefore you cannot blame him for all the evil, all the sickness, all the stuff that you tried to throw on God. So the question is, is let me just pause in your current reality as an atheist, and this is my, my, my favorite piece right? You, in your current reality as an atheist, where God does not exist, who are you blaming for all the sickness, disease, and all these things then? And currently, where do you place the blame now? Because you're so bitter against God. Who, 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 who's the fault now? Is it evolution? <laughs> Is it the natural world? Well, I mean, technically I, I want to know, right? <laughs> well, that's my point. And you know what? Guess what? That stops them right there. They are done. They might try to run around in circles. You repeat the question again. So are you acknowledging God of the Bible as God or creator of the universe or not? Either you are or you are not. If you are not, then you cannot blame him, and therefore the rest of this is a moot point. So my point is, Christians is take control of the conversation. Do not let go of the foundation block that must be set in place before you can go to the next step. That's it. In, In effect, you must get to the foundation block first because an atheist who's angry against God, in my opinion, as we just mentioned, It's probably not really an atheist. It
0: should be titled something
1: else, right? It should be titled something else. Double A, (laughs) like I said, God hater. I I guess I don't
2: know. I I still hold to the there are no such thing as atheists because even the atheists that just say there is no god, and they just leave it as that, they still believe that the universe is a has some sort of uh, uh, power. That that's what that is what they believe. Nothing. I think. Well, again, like I said, that just proves my point. There's no such thing as atheists. They have to because the atheists, what they want is that they want an energy in the world that puts creation into motion, but they don't want it to be personified to where they can be judged. So right. they're, they're fine with there being a creator just as long as that creator is, a, is a, uh, lacks a complete personality. As long as it's just some random mystical force that puts life into motion. That is what they believe in. Well, yes, some. Yeah, well, there, again, I mean, the there's there's, a, there's, there's, there's <laughs> yeah.
1: a ton of atheists. So, like I said, uh, from, from I battled from the angry type to the I don't believe in anything type. When you're just an animal, when you hit the dirt, you hit the dirt. You're like, you know. Uh, right, but it's so the, I understand what you're saying. So that's right. where it comes into that side. It makes sense. And totally what you said. Totally makes sense to me that, you know, they just don't want it to be someone who's in control. Basically, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And, they, they just want it to be let be.
0: And with this episode, um, I just want to say that this was... When I, when I was an agnostic, these were my weapons. Why does God allow suffering? How can there be free will? Those were my weapons. So, Jonathan has kind of given me the permission, would you say?
1: Yes. So, yes, to be clear. So, James is going to play a bit of devil's advocate today. Okay. So, understand. It wasn't uh, my idea. <laughs> I, 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 I came up with this because it's, a, it's, it's, it's just, it makes sense because he's going to battle really from the atheist standpoint, the agnostic standpoint, and he's going to battle from that because it's going to help purge those statements and questions to bring the God answer, and that's important. And so you, as a listener, need to understand that this is what you're battling against. And at the end of the day, Affinity here is, is designed to help you you know, become a warrior for Christ, uh, to be strengthened in your word and not be shaken by someone who believes in nothing or otherwise.
0: And bring the Bible to life. And bring if the Bible we're, to And life. if we're able to do that through answering, you know, your question on why they're suffering and, and, and um, your question on if there is free will, which there definitely is then that's, that's what we're here for. And
1: that's, yeah. And um, one thing's for sure is, is as we go through these steps, again, you can go on our Facebook page and see some of the replies and responses, but we're going to be putting together uh, some boilerplate uh, stuff here to give the clear answer um, from the biblical standpoint. um, And that helps you disarm, right? The enemy here that, that puts them in a spot where they first must acknowledge God in order to carry forward in the conversation and then once they acknowledge God, then they have to acknowledge free will. Um, and then once they've acknowledged God and free will, it actually starts to get easier. Now, mind you, most of them will stop in their tracks and will not acknowledge God, nor will they acknowledge free will, they, they will not. And there's some great rebuttal uh, questions. When they, the questions they wanna throw on you, you can throw right back. And if they're smart enough, they realized the error in their question. Mm-hmm. And that's what's helpful about pointed questions too. So hopefully the, the the tools we're helping you put in your Christian warrior tool belt, uh, helping you sharpen your sword, uh, hopefully you really appreciate that. And any, any atheists or agnostics that happen to listen to this podcast, Listen, we love you. At the end of the mm. day, we're literally spending time on you right now. I'm sitting here. It's it's a Saturday morning. I'm sitting here with my son and James and my my <laughs> I woke grandson. Up at seven thirty. <laughs> no, and, and my and my grandson Adonis, who is sitting on our podcast table, like right in front of me right now. He's just checking stuff out. He's only and, seven
2: months old. Yeah, yeah,
1: and he's having a good time here and watching us do our thing. But we're spending this time for you. Just make no mistake about it. Okay, there's no, there's no other motive behind it. And I would I wouldn't I would rather I wouldn't do anything else. No, no, this is a beautiful thing. So, so where are we starting? So, so first of all, to, want me to start throwing questions at you? No. <laughs> so, right, yes, actually, we're going we're gonna to, so we, number one is you have to get to the point, right, of if, if you're dealing with an atheist, is you have to acknowledge God or not. Now, you can't build
0: is, a building without the base, so you got to build an argument with a strong foundation. Right? right?
1: You're right. It's, you're, you don't want to get caught up in the what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, and if this and if that, because now you're just arguing over hypothetical people, hypothetical situations, <laughs> and hypothetical feelings, which is just silly. Um, so we got to get down to the real thing. So these angry atheists, if you will, um, you know, we're going to go over some of the things that they they like to throw out there. So. First thing is, if they're an atheist, you know, we get down to, well, number one, you'd have to admit, you know, the God that you're angry at, okay, is God of the Bible, God of the creator. Number one, if you can do that, and again, you can soften that piece with saying, it's fine if you hate him, but you have to acknowledge him or we don't have a conversation anyways at this point, right?
0: If if, if he doesn't exist, then why are you bothering with it? If you're so sure... And I'm talking directly to someone. If you're so sure that he doesn't exist,
1: why would you even care? <laughs> right. And, and and secondly, and some of them have said to me on that is, because I'm tired of your, you know, Christianity has messed up the world and blah, blah, blah. Like it's they'll go on me over. And, and I'm going to do everything I can to stop it and blah, blah, blah. So you can do everything you can to stop the pretend people, you know, the pretend thing or whatever it is. We're It's We're not just, doing it's anything but also too, you know, you're working hard against uh, a figure you don't believe exists, and it's kind of kind of funny. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, if you don't like Scooby Doo, and, and, and you're after him too. And or I did, what? by
2: the way, uh, on the Affinity uh, uh, Facebook page, I did share a Babylon Bee article where uh, it was the atheist. He said, "God does not exist," and I hate him so much. So I'm going to spend the rest of my life proving that he doesn't. <laughs>
1: And, and that is, guys, and we're going to laugh, okay, because it is silly. And if you're an atheist, you got to laugh a little bit. Come on. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't be so Don't get hard. upset
0: and close it. Don't get upset and stop listening. No, listen. no, no. Grow yeah. your, grow your, I mean, what's going to hurt to learn a little?
1: Yep. Yeah. Just, just follow along. So first of all, listen, all right, fine. If you just think God's a big jerk, that's, that's okay. I'm willing to, I'm willing to, to have that conversation with you. If you're willing to say, well, the God that you hate is real. Okay. He is God. And there's that Now. We move to the second step, which is one of the biggest things that, that they throw at me uh, when I'm on there anyways, and that is, what's the point of anything your God, <laughs> you know, created everything. And, and he, like this one guy saying, you know, God hates children. He's a pedophile. He's a, I mean, you can imagine the the whole thing. And that's not a
0: joke. We've had that said to us. This
1: is for real folks. Okay. And he, he, he hates everyone. He hates this and hates that and hates children. And he kills and he murders. And he, you know, they go on to this whole big thing that, you know, God is all this. And so one of the next pieces is, okay, well, if we've not acknowledged God, number two, you must acknowledge Satan. If yeah. you do not acknowledge the other side, you only have half of the equation. Now, I've had some say, fine, okay, I'll, I'll talk about Satan. Blah, 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 blah. God created Satan, and therefore, blah, 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 and he knew he was going to do this. And so if God hadn't created Satan, we wouldn't have this. Well, okay, okay, okay. Again, they start getting into the weeds, and they go, we're real, real deep out there. So?
0: He didn't create Satan.
1: What? Yeah, he, he created an angel with free will, okay? So so let's let's get down to, and this is where... The free will must be fully understood before we can go to the next step. And you'll start to talk about
0: suffering or talk about anything. Right.
1: Exactly. So, so if, let me just put it this way. Okay. let's just talk about free will in general first. And we're going to get to the definition of free will because we must define it. Otherwise we don't know what you're talking about, but in general. Okay. Imagine this. Um, if we don't have free will, right there's no love, there's no relationship, there's no nothing. Okay, so you take a guy who's in a prison cell and you take away his ability to have free will, right? He cannot go out and go to the corner store and get milk. In fact, he can't go poop without permission. Okay, so his free will, for the most part, now he still has some free will. He can pick his nose and eat it if he wants to. No one's gonna stop him, okay? But the bottom line is the majority of his free will is literally gone. He can't even if he wanted to. That's the way it works. So, you know, if you wanna be in a prison cell, okay, and if that's what you're asking for is a world, where there is no free will, there is no choice, and there is nothing except you stuck. Well, I, I've heard to say that you are the extreme minority that exists in the first place because people are so stuck on having their own free will, they don't want a single of their choices here on earth impeded. In fact, they don't even want abortion impeded. They want to murder at, at their own free will in general anyways. I want to do what I want to do. That's what people want. If you don't want the choices, well, you're, you're the minority. Everybody wants their choices. When you ask them at the end of the day, do you want to be forced or do you want to have the choice? And they'll say, I want to have the choice. Now, so God created us knowing, hey, I want people to choose me, not forced, not a puppet. Yeah. You have to, in order to love God... You have to love him and you have to have the choice to. If you didn't have the choice not to, it's no longer free will. One thing you can do is not free will anymore. That is what you have to do and you have no choice. And there is a difference there. But, and go ahead, James. Yeah, yeah
0: no. Um, and, and like, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. One, what was the sole purpose God created a man for? For relationship. For love, for relationship, yep. Yep. to walk with. Yeah. Okay. So, now I'm going to take a step back. Let's say I am told by my girlfriend, I need flowers every single day. Go. I got her flowers every single day. It may be nice to her, but it probably would wear off because she knows I'm being forced to get her flowers. Now, if I got her flowers randomly or even every day because of my heart and my free will, let's say, to get her flowers, it's going to be a million times more meaningful. So, why would God create? For if if his purpose is to create us to love and to have a relationship with, then it would be it would be absurd to think that he would not give us the free will because that love trumps anything at that point.
1: Right. So so and let's before we go go in deeper let's let's go ahead and define free will, okay? Because I want to get down to the, the atheist argument here. Uh, and the biggest
0: it, the biggest thing that they throw at you is if he's all knowing.
1: Right, right. So, so let's 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 define free will because this is where people muddy the water. And I'm gonna tell you what every atheist out there, obviously, the analytical mindset it does not exist because you you confuse free will with with full control. That's that's there's a difference. Okay, they're not the same definition. So, free will, James. Mm-hmm. Okay, as defined, is what.
0: I mean, I get you the definition on Webster if you want me to, but I mean, common common sense free will definition is. My ability to choose and do as I please when I please it.
1: Okay. Okay. So understanding that, choose what you want to do, when you want to do, and, and when you make choices, right, free will choices, all things we do have some level of consequence, good or bad, right? I mean, if Whether you, you talk about God or not. Right. God or not. If just you outside choose of Choose to jump
0: off a building. You're I'm gonna, right
1: now, I'm being analytical. I, yeah. God is not involved in the definition of free oh. will. So we don't, we don't need him in the definition of it. It's simply the ability to choose. And here on earth- when you make a choice, if, um, if you jump off a building, you are subject to gravity and you will go splat when you hit the ground, right? That's the free will <laughs> choice with a free will consequence, correct? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, um, let's, let's talk about another free will choice, free will consequence. If you have sex with a woman, right, and, and you make a baby, that's a free will choice to have sex with her, and ultimately the consequence came a baby now that free will choice now you have 18 years of child support if you're not married and together with them you have something that is a previous decision affecting you in the long term in fact actually it's it's a lifetime it's not just 18 years it's a lifetime but nonetheless you have the free will to choose so when we define free will as just being your ability to choose to do what you want to do when you want to do it, regardless of the consequence, right?
0: And I want to say that when you're talking about consequence, it's not a bad thing. No, I say it, good, yeah, good or bad. It's a result or effect of an action. That's the definition. It's uh, it, Most people say those are the consequences, and it's a bad thing. But really, when you look at it, it's it's not the yeah. badness yeah. only. It's just the results of anything.
1: Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a result of a choice, results of an action. Um, so good, good or bad. um. So so for instance, yeah, you could make a baby with your wife and you could say, well, my, and do it because you're planning to have children. And the consequence is you have a child and, and you're happy because now you have your family. Um, whereas you could have been someone who was just trying to have a one night stand with someone you could care less about and you made a baby and now it's the opposite, right? It's a consequence that's painful yeah. in, in many times, in many cases. But um, so now that we know free will is the ability to choose, right? Regardless of the consequence, it's your ability to choose. The next question is, is anyone impeding your ability right now for free will? Me? No. Right. Okay. So it's, it's and, and, and this is really important, okay? Pay attention, uh, folks. There's nothing impeding you from picking your nose right now, or walking outside in your front yard and taking a dump, okay? No different than your dog. <laughs> yeah. You could do it if you wanted to. Now, but what I <laughs> the consequence to that might be you might have the police show up and say, uh, sir, are you okay? <laughs> um, but the re- but the reality is, is you have the free will every day. So when people try to get you off into the weeds, talking about, oh, God is all this, and God knows all this, and he created this, so he intended for you to die. He intended. Okay. Intend? and knowledge do not share the same definition, okay? So let's not say intent and knowledge is the same because again, we're muddying water. So we get back to the free will. So as we dial back and we say, okay, nothing is impeding your decisions. You can do as you need to, as you choose to, consequence good or bad, period. Yes, that's the fact. Anybody you're talking to cannot prove. And if they say, oh no, God, this, God, Pull them right back into the control of the conversation and say, can you please name one thing right now that you can't do because someone's stopping you right now? Like, like, just name something. Just, you can't, you know, they might say, oh, well, and trust me, I can't kill someone. Oh, yes, you can. I'm sitting here right now.
0: I'm sitting here right now trying so hard to think of something.
1: (laughs) Right. And there isn't. And you're going, man. And guess what we're doing right now, folks. Number one. You're bringing them to acknowledge if they they hate God, that God has to be real to, to hate him, or otherwise you're just being stupid and this conversation is over. So you get them to acknowledge God, okay? And if they say, well, for argument's sake, no, not for argument's sake. Either you're acknowledging him and your hatred for him is real because he's a real being or not, and you continue to drill until you break the spirit of darkness and blindness that is over their eyes. That is who you're battling against. Remember, it's not the flesh and blood, but it's the darkness and principalities. Your Bible tells you they are people just like you, but they are blinded by the devil himself. So I'm telling you now, you gotta peel away one layer at a time and do not give up ground. Do not get silly, get lost, and end up in the weeds drill down, break them to bring them to the point where they have to acknowledge God. Then you get to the free will. Because this is where, you, this is where we're going to get to who's really accountable for sickness, disease, and all these things. If
0: there wasn't God, then you got to answer that question. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Let me yeah, get, yeah, that's, yeah. That's my other
1: favorite. Sorry, sorry, yeah. because it's because we did talk a little bit even before we got on here, guys. So sometimes I forget we talk. So um, let's talk about—so uh, um, let's flip the script. So if we can acknowledge God, that's great, and say, but by the way, in the current status, um, who do you blame for it? Since God isn't real, who do you blame, yeah. right? And that's such a fair question. Since God isn't real, who do you blame for all this stuff you're con- con- currently trying to blame on God that does not exist in your mind? So who are you blaming, okay? And the reality is, is they don't have an answer to that. They won't answer that. They can't answer that. Because now they have to acknowledge an all-powerful being, and they won't do it.
0: Or they'll just say that. Well, if it's where am I going to put the blame? Well, it's got to be on me. It's got to be on humans. It's got to be on. And then, and, the natural, and then you're just running down a rabbit hole. Right, like, oh wow, humans are pieces of crap.
1: Right, it's a natural world, right? Are you blaming the natural world? You know, then you, currently, because you can't blame God, He doesn't exist. You said so. So then you're blaming the natural world. Okay, yes, there is a natural world here. Um, Fire, hot, water, wet, (laughs) right? If you jump into the water and you you, you try to breathe underwater, you drown. We know all these things. It's not... um, it's 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 not rocket science actually at all it's just common sense we've seen it happen okay but once again the devil is clouding the minds mindset and it is in a lot of people think
0: you can just overlook that and a lot of people think that oh that's just a a way to put blame not on
1: god let's say but it's not i mean the devil is is what is the verse the devil is
0: the the god so he, of the earth he is,
1: he is the god of this world right now which is the, the current age we live in right he is the, he has got people blinded he is turning people away from god left and right all under these these silly little thoughts and statements that god is a bad guy devil is out to make god to be the bad guy when in fact the devil is not offering you anything he is taking everything he, he's offering you the wrath of God yes. and the lake of fire. Yeah. He's literally, he's, he's literally like wizard of Oz. He's behind the curtain. Don't look behind the curtain. Don't look behind the curtain. Cause the bottom line is when you get behind the curtain, it's the lake of fire. Like, Oh, oh <laughs> it's not just some creepy dude. <laughs> it's, it's warm back here. Just saying. And, um, and I know we're going to kind of maybe
0: pull it back. And Jonathan, if I'm interrupting something, yeah. let me know. Yeah, no, but, go, go ahead. ahead.
1: Go ahead. No, just
0: Mason, you, you know, the, the point of free will is everything especially when you're talking about Adam and Eve, and I just wanted to have you point that out again so we can, we can get a good
2: baseline of where it started. So in the regards of free will, there are two instances in which God put the, will put things into motion regardless of our interaction on the world. And that was in the beginning when he created everything. Humans were not around. It was just him when he created all things. And the second part is the end of time. Nothing we do will affect what he has in store for the end game of this world, for his judgment. He will completely take control over all those things. Now, in between there, you can make any decision you want. From beginning to end, it doesn't matter, because God's going to end it. Now, whether or not you want to be on his team when he does end it is completely up to you. It's not going to change what's going to happen in the end, though. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) There's the baby. So, now going back to the Garden of Eden, this was the birthplace of free will for humanity with the placing of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Atheists like to point out, well, why did God have put the tree in there? He must have wanted Adam and Eve to choose it. Not true. God had to place the tree there in order for there to be the option to sin against him if they chose that path. And
0: it's, and it's, it's the going back to the fact that that God wants true love. He wants true
2: True relationship. True relationship. Not robots. And that
0: has to it has to include free will. It has to.
2: Exactly. So otherwise you're just a slave. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's, uh, how yeah, good,
0: yeah, that's not what God created. We are we are not slaves, people.
2: Right. How good of a God are you if there is no other option but to <laughs> yeah. follow in what you created? <laughs> Seriously. So, common sense. so this was the birthplace of free will. And from there on, this is the world that was created from that choice, the choice to fall away from God, to directly disobey the one rule they had, folks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, <laughs> it it wasn't, wasn't 10, if you want to say. <laughs> and, and, right,
1: And I would like to point out with that, keep this in mind. We talk about humanity's uh, point, right? And there's that the choice. We know that the angels themselves already knew of evil. Right, They already knew of that. They did not need the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Satan Ooh. already knew what it was like in his mind. He already knew. And so he then misled because God loved us, honestly, more than the angels themselves. Just understand that. Imagine being it's an cra- all-powerful it angel. So imagine being an all-powerful angel, and God loves humans more than you. And yet you're, you're so powerful in these humans, what do they do? Like, so here there's a jealousy that was happening with Satan. Satan wanted to be God. He wanted to take over God. Okay. The bottom line is, is they were created with this knowledge and they weren't supposed to really be interacting directly on, on that behalf to tempt, but he tempted, right? And Adam and Eve had the same choices you have today, you know, the free will yet you have today. And you have to ask yourself today, how much sin did you commit this week? Today, last five minutes, whatever it is. You still go on and you still disobey God today, so don't act like, oh, if I was in the garden back then, I wouldn't have sinned. Yes, you would have, because the bottom line is, as long as you have free will, it's only a matter of time before you sin.
0: No matter, right. and it's not just that worse, but it could be anything. No matter no matter how much time goes by, there will be a sin that enters your life. Now, remember, we are not better than anyone.
1: No, no, We no, no.
0: are sinners. We are Humans of a of a fallen uh, uh, race, a, a fallen culture, and we are not—don't ever think that we are trying to put ourselves on a pedestal above you. Nope, right. not at all.
2: And, like, listen— <laughs> and, to build, and to build on top of what you just said, Dad, about uh, people insisting that they wouldn't have sinned if they were in the garden, uh, folks, if you made one sin today, you chose the metaphorical apple already. Or, I'm sorry, not apple, fruit, because the right. Bible only says fruit— uh, every time you sin, you are choosing the fruit over God every single every time. Every single time. And I'm guessing if you're just like anyone else at this podcast table, you've sinned probably 12 times already, and it's only <laughs> it's only 9:30 in the morning, right? Um, right. So don't 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 kid yourself. But but also too understand this. That's why he sent Jesus.
1: That's why I can't wait to get okay, to this because, part because we're I, gonna, yeah. I know, and we're going to get there and I don't want to jump too far ahead but that's why he sent Jesus you have to understand that you know the, the 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 sacrificial lamb that Jesus became to pay for those sins so that you could make it to heaven that's that's the beauty of it and we're, the whole
0: suffering piece too because we're going to get into that yeah man when you t- start talking about Jesus and suffering it's like it just gives me the chills
1: <laughs> and and so. So far, we've identified, number one, to be mad at God, you have to acknowledge that he is the God of the Bible and the universe and so on, and your creator. And then we acknowledge that what the definition of free will and that you have free will to choose and all these things and that knowledge and free will are two different things. They're not part of, one does not control the other. They are separate of one another. Um, we, we So we've, we've got that piece and we've acknowledged the fact that we are all gonna stumble when we have free will, but we've also acknowledged the fact that God did not create one choice. There is, listen, in your life, there's hot, there's cold, right? There's up, there's down, there's left or right. There's choices uh, in your life. So the bottom line is, is God gave you choices and he is not a a slave driver who's going to enslave you without any choice. Like you are a prisoner in prison. You can do as you please, plain and simple. And 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 the, the even to say you don't have free will, look at the prisons are full of people with a free will. Okay, the bottom line is anything you can and say and do is, is on you. You're accountable for it. Don't blame God for your decisions in life. We've already shown that there's nothing. If you can identify something today that you can't do because you know, God's got me on a puppet string, I can't do it. Or the crappy decisions you're making are all because God's making you do them. You're lying to yourself, you're blind, the devil has you blind, so break free of that and just go ahead and accept the accountability. You'll feel a lot better and say, all right, fine, I make crappy decisions or I hate God because either way I see him, he's evil or whatever. Okay, fine, acknowledge him first and then we'll help you find God's love. Okay, that's what's important. So, I don't know about you, but every ruler in this world right now has laws and consequences yeah. when you break laws don't you in, in your own life in your own household with your own children are you a lawless father does your children run the household oh, on that would be an
0: awesome house no
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know can you imagine children rule, ruling the roost i mean like are, are you that far removed in your own mindset that you expect to live in just a lawless World, And you would live in a lawless home with lawless children doing whatever the heck they want to do whenever they want. Well, first of all, your children would die at a very young age, very, very young age. <laughs> that would just, it would just happen, right? Like, oh, no, guns are fine for two-year-olds. Just uh, let them keep squeezing the loaded trigger. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, you have laws. You have rules. And it's really for what, though? It's for the protection yeah. of the people. That's really what it's supposed to be for. Now, I'm not saying, you, I know, we got way too many laws here on Earth. Honestly, we should only have God's law. How would you like to just have 10 laws, 10 commandments? And that's it. That's all God gave us really in the beginning. And look, men wrote what, I don't know, tens of thousands of thousands of thousands laws. How ridiculous is it? And I'm with you. If you're an atheist, listen, I'm I'm not pro-government. I am anti. I mean, you know, and that might get some eyes on me, but it is what it is. Like we should just be able to live by God's law and love one another and respect one another. And that and that be it. Like we, we shouldn't need anything else controlling us beyond that. But the bottom line is our government is way worse than God. Any government of the world is, if you, in case you haven't figured that out. But God is not that person. He's not that being. He loves you. He wants you to choose him. And his rules are fairly simple. God's stuff is simple. You might have been exposed to other Christians who, who have given you like 400 other like laws and rules you got to follow that are not Biblical. Okay so here atheist if you're listening we are biblical we stick to the bible and and what christians pose on you oh if you drank that beer you're sinning no you're not and that's not scriptural so don't let them shake you out of that and bottom line is if you want to learn on that, uh, you know, you can, you can uh, watch our uh, videos on unread or misled, and those will help clear some of the smoke and mirrors on all that sort of stuff for you, and it's all biblical. So Christians, if you're wondering, take it up, read it yourself, and stop, stop trying to control other people with the Bible, especially when you don't know what it says. Um, but the bottom line is we get down here, we have this beautiful free will to choose God. Now, Mason, as Mason mentioned, in the beginning here, we have angels who have free will, and we have humans who have free will. Now, you're saying, and I, this is an argument, and we'll get into this side. Yeah, well, no. God knows that all things of what it's going to be, okay? But we've already identified that he's not controlling the in-betweens, your decision, your decision. But God knows that when he created the earth, that there was going to be all these people that would suffer and die, and, and some that are going to go to hell and lake of fire. Yes. Yes. Does that make you feel better, Atheist? Yes, but let me, let me go ahead and dial it back. Whether God created the world you currently live in or wiped off everyone off and just scrapped it through it in the trash and did it again, as long as there is free will, it will result in the same mess. Different people, same mess. Different people, same mess. The bottom line is it doesn't matter if you emptied all the prisons today. As long as there's free will, they'll fill, fill right, right back, back up. Yep. up. That's my point. You can't deny the fact that your free will allows you to do some really stupid stuff. That's your life. That is what you choose to do. Don't blame God for it. The bottom line it happens. Now, sickness, disease, and all these things did not, was not created in the beginning. It was without blemish that Adam and Eve were here. They had and walked with God. They had a beautiful, beautiful, more than we can imagine garden, and only thing they needed to do was tend to the garden. It was That's paradise, it. and it wasn't like they were fighting weeds, folks. They were just tending to the garden, living a beautiful life, literally naked, naked, and living free. Beautiful creation. So if you were to dial back, let's let's not. And by the way, let's not just blame God for. All bad things in the world. You forgot to credit him for all the good all the stuff. good things. So, and, and that's another thing they love
0: creation. You, you you forgot so, to give him credit for your creation.
1: Yeah. Now, so so let's dial back. If you can imagine this perfect Earth, perfect atmosphere. It didn't even rain. Okay. Nope. It didn't need to. The humidity. This is the the mist came up from the ground right to water the plants and things like it was a beautiful system a system we don't have today this is not it's not the same system so the world you're mad at today is a direct result of sin and destruction that satan remember we got to go to the other equation satan tempted adam and eve yeah. and we chose and they right and we they, oh, they, they there's them we, but we, we would have too it doesn't matter if if, if we had been there We would have chose to we would fall bottom line is we prove that every day in our own sin so they choose that god isn't enough and they want something more and they god says don't do this now listen if your parents tell you don't touch the stove okay there's a reason (laughs) because (laughs) if you do you'll get burnt okay god said don't touch that tree the bottom line is that's a choice because God had to give, like Mason said, God had to give them a choice because he's not a slave driver, mm-hmm. but ultimately he gave them so much perfection and beauty that really you would think they should have never went to the tree. Like what else were they expecting to have? And, 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 and here, let's just break it up. It'll be a little fun for a second, Right. That takes you to the whole, uh, uh, um, the the husband's store. If you've ever heard this joke, I'll try to speed it up, okay? <laughs> on floor one, you just got guys with a job, okay? <laughs> Ladies walk in, they're like, oh, they're guys with jobs, right? You're like, oh, well, gee, you can go up a floor, but you can never go, go down, down. Oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so in each floor, the the husbands that are available get better, better. Like, oh, this guy, he's got a great job and so on. And at floor five, okay, to speed this up, on floor five, these guys, well, they're uh, they're hunks, ladies. Okay, I mean, they're built, they're chiseled, but ah, they are God. they're God, uh, men of God, and and you don't have to. You can work if you want, but you don't have to work at all. You don't you, whatever it is. They will serve serve you and protect you and provide you in every way you could possibly imagine. You know, blah blah blah. I mean, it's just like the the perfect man, right? And then you're like, well, man, we saw every floor has gotten better. Damn. Boom, boom, boom. Then let's go to floor six. Why wouldn't we, right? And and then I want more. Then the exactly I want more. Enough is never enough. And the ladies, there, when they get to floor six, they get up and they say, "I'm sorry, uh, you please uh, take this elevator down and exit the building." It's obviously you've proved that women cannot be pleased. <laughs> okay, and and it's it is and it's a funny thing, but it is actually a representation. Listen, if it was the wife store, guys would do the exact same thing. By the time they get to floor five, they'd be like. Wow! Floor six is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they'd be thinking, and then boom. you yeah. know. But you know what? Count your blessings when you have it, right? But here, Adam and Eve, they, they were on floor five. They had everything perfect. They were perfection. on four five and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then they, they said, well, let me go over here to floor six. This, this tree, let me eat of this fruit, because the devil, see, confused them and tricked them. He says, well, wait a minute. You'll he be said, gods. God said, do not. And he says, has God said that? He's like questioning them. Did he really say that? I don't think that's what he said. And that's where the deception comes. And now they disobeyed God. Now, the results of that was the no longer perfect world. That was going to be the end result. Adam and Eve took that risk, no different than you, me, or anyone else today today continually do in our free will, and unfortunately, yes, it creates a ripple effect. Now, what it did was, is it took away the perfect world that they were in, and, and allowed the devil to tempt them to make it an imperfect world. Now, it took a long time for the world to get as messed up as it is. Cancers and all this other stuff we have going on today, folks, was not prominent in the way it is, in biblical time, the way it is today. It was a different world and in our atmosphere was different. And when you go to Noah's days and all these, all this stuff was way, 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 way different, okay? So the world we have today is largely a byproduct of humans' free will choices to continually to make and manufacture garbage. Death and, was and,
0: was installed. And, and when that was. death was installed and, you re, and even if you have two perfect beings that are at 99.999999% perfect and good, as soon as you start manufacturing as soon as you start procreating that number will go down it does and that number will hit a low point
1: point. and you know what's funny is is if you actually look back to how how much more moral and godly people were you could dial it back and go let's say 100 years ago 200 years ago 300 years ago 400 years ago and now look at today okay if you put it on a graph you would see that men's choices of free will have continually walked further and further and further away from God. And the further and further and further we've walked away from God, the worse and worse and worse and worse everything has gotten. And now we're all running around worried about global warming and all this other stuff going on <laughs> and, and whether or not to teach little children to remove their parts they were born with. I mean, it, it's getting crazy. It's at just at the getting, end of the day. It's nonsensical. So, no, 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 it's not. It's, and, it's, and it's twisted. So, you know, number one, is we talk about the free will is what brought about things. So atheists, if you're listening today, listen, if you want a place that is free from pain, suffering, uh, disease, destruction, you know, bills, taxes, all this stuff, guess what? That's not here on earth. That is in heaven with God and that is the promise. So all the things that you wish this world was, is in heaven 10 and times it, better in and heaven. it will not be here in this particular world where you're going to experience that so i agree with you this world sucks i'm gonna say it a thousand times over it it'd be great when i leave it as long as i know where i'm going yep and i'm telling you brothers and sisters and i'm talking the atheists right here if you want that perfection and beauty you're only going to get it through Jesus Christ and going Amen. and enter the kingdom of heaven. That's it. You're not going to get there any other way. So as much as you have disdain for this world, understand I stand next to you, and I do as well, and I can't wait till the end. Oh, I can't wait. As far as I'm concerned, if I could speed it up, oh, I'd speed it up, okay?
0: <laughs> and it, this is not a new... This is nothing new in the book of Ecclesiastes. they he, the The writer is literally saying... Vanity of vanities. Everything is worthless. There is nothing new under the sun. But with Jesus Christ in your heart and the hope and the grace that God has provided, there will, the mind cannot even comprehend the glory that you will see. So you don't need to worry about suffering. You don't need to worry about the day-to-day because you are just fixated on living a godly life and turning other people to Christ, which you have found yourself
1: Correct. And and you know what? So to, to make sure, too, that I have fully answered, because, you know, you might have an atheist. Oh, he never answered this or that. Again, even if God wipes off and starts the whole thing over again with not Adam and Eve, just call it uh, Beverly and Steve. Yes. Okay. Beverly and Steve. And they start. The results will be the same as long. Not, not the same people, obviously. Duh. Um but the results will be the same as long as God gives them and enough free, time. free will. And enough and time. And enough time. Yeah, enough time we all make poor decisions and then have consequences. But understand, it isn't a one-way consequence of bad. There is, there is actually two consequences in the end, folks. There's only two. Okay? One of them is everlasting joy with the Lord, Ugh. and one of them is everlasting damnation in the lake of fire. Oof. So again, just as in the beginning there were two choices, there are still two choices. Now, you don't have to choose God, but that means you accept Satan in his lake of fire. Okay, so God himself is a choice, and the devil is either a choice or lack of choice,
0: and, period. And before we were started the podcast, you had brought up Jonathan Canyon and Abel. Yes, I so, mean, and sin yeah, continued.
1: Actually, it got worse. Yeah,
0: I mean, but that, okay. not even that. But Adam and Eve literally said, Don't do anything against God. Look at the consequences. Your mom has a hard time giving ch- you know, It's hard to give birth. I have to work. I have sweat on my brow. There's pain. There's this, there's that. Don't do anything stupid.
1: And then Cain kills, kills Abel. Kills Abel. Right. <laughs> right. And it's, you know what? It's, it's human nature. But I will say this also. Now, you might say, we can go back to the whole then. God. Created this world, knowing that there would people that would suffer, and that would have disease and would die or be raped or be killed and and ultimately go to hell, and so on. Yes, yes. Does that make you feel better or not? Yes. But he didn't create it so they would be. He created the opportunity for you to be with him. Now this world and the the, the all the all the raping, killing, all these those things. You, you, again, that's of the devil. That is not of God. Now he is allowing everyone's free will to play out, but that is your free will, and the maniac that's going to rape you as well. Okay, there is free will all over and the place. bad things will happen
0: to you. Bad things it, will happen. It, it to is, you.
1: and you live in a natural world. By on top of that, you understand that um, we are not in a healthy environment. So don't blame God because men keep making stuff that they can't clean up. Okay, we keep dumping stuff into our oceans thinking it's not going to have a repercussion over time. And I mean dumping. Did you know they, they'll dump full-size army tanks, ships? They don't care. They, they see a vessel that's abandoned out there, they'll sink it literally right in, in the ocean. They don't care. The bottom line is we're ruining our planet, yes. But God God already knew that and it doesn't matter. You're not going to save the planet because at the end, he's going <laughs> to wipe it out of this galaxy anyways. But the bottom line is is the creation... Was not created with the intent that people would suffer. It was created with the intent that people would have free will and that they would have the opportunity to choose God and to go to heaven. Now, if you don't choose heaven, I don't understand the mentality behind that in the first place because the other choice is not the so good. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, if you can't comprehend how great heaven is, because we can't, it's beyond our knowledge. You cannot <laughs> comprehend Amen. how terrible the suffering in the lake of fire will be. I mean, just absolutely terrible. But we're talking about suffering in the afterlife. Do you want to move then to suffering in today's world and the micro and the macro level, Jonathan? Is that?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, in, in general, again, as we, as we pinpoint down, yes, uh, God created all things. And, uh, you know, from the beginning, he knew your steps. It's not that he controls you. We identified, again, no one's controlling your steps. Knowing your steps and controlling them is two different things. And if you muddy the water, and this is where atheists are really good, they'll muddy the water and sometimes they'll get you lost because they just muddy the water on you. The bottom line is get right back to the clarity. You know, no one's stopping your choices from today. Don't pretend like it is. Stop blaming God for your choices. You have them. The bottom line is, though, yes, people are going to, die, we're going to go. This world is not a perfect world anymore. It was in the beginning, and it was ruined by free will in the first place. So it is what it is. Now, that being said, since they've ruined it, God's promise is not that your life here will be this heaven on earth. No one ever told you that. In fact, even if you don't believe in God and you're an evolutionist, you already know this world is not heaven on earth. So get your head out of your backside and stand up and realize, regardless of whether you acknowledge God or you just want to stick with evolution, this world is what it is. Stop blaming God because if you don't believe in him, then who are you to blame? That's my point. So drop the BS argument, because that's what it is. At the end of the day, it is a BS argument. It's an,
0: it's a, you're trying to make him an excuse, so that way you don't have to. You don't, you you, don't have to believe. But guess what? You don't what, have you to don't, acknowledge. You yeah. don't have to believe it anyway.
1: Yep. No, nope. it's on you. And the bottom line is, we have a creator who has given us a beautiful place, a, a, a awesome free will choice, right? And that's not that you can just say, "Well, I'm going to heaven. I get there." Yes, you have. The rules to follow to get there, and they're they're pretty simple at the end of the day. Number one, love thy neighbor as thyself, right? And love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. Now under those two, Jesus said specifically, all levels of the law are contained. And if you truly do love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord God with all thy heart, you're gonna follow his laws, his morals and his standards. And you're gonna want to. If you don't want to, you just proved again, you got free will. Because if you didn't have free will, then wouldn't God just make you follow Him? Come on, like, come yeah. on, like duh, like let's again, let's you know we can go oh, around oh, circles. Right there, that was
0: actually really good. <laughs> I mean, if you did, if you didn't have free will, you would have already loved God. So, like that, yeah, yeah. That, that just freaking slammed right. that argument. I know, right holy there. crap, yeah. Thank but, you, Holy Spirit. Spirit. I mean, yes, Amen, Amen,
1: Amen. So. Uh, The the bottom line is, look, uh, the world is not fair The natural. He did create a natural systems here. It was perfect at one time till men ruined it under their free will. But we have natural systems that are now occurring. And since then, in case you didn't know, the world has been dying. The earth has been dying, our sun has been dying, our moon has been dying. These things are prophetic and are in the scripture. And in as we get as we wind down, it's going to get worse. Do you know why? There's all this wars, rumors of wars, pestilences and 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 and, and you know, eruptions and tsunamis and all this stuff going on and people running around murdering and driving over people in crowds and like all this chaos. Do you know what's going on? Literally, the devil has but a short time and he is out to seek and destroy every single human he can. Why? Why, you ask? Because God loves us more than he did his angels. That's a fact. He just did. He loved us so much that he created this earth to walk with us and to spend time with us. And that, <laughs> I mean, in a nutshell, yeah. that's what we have. He loves us that much, and the devil doesn't like it. The devil's already screwed up, and he knows it. So the only choice he has left, number one, we got Armageddon coming, folks. Okay, that will come. But in the meantime, he is focused on one thing. Every soul that he can take to the lake of fire, he will take. That's all he can do right and now. He
0: knows, and he knows that he's going to lake of fire. He knows that... Yep. no matter what he does he is eternally screwed so he, he th- therefore he even has more he, he's got the free will to say well then i'm going to freaking do whatever i can to go against god i mean
1: yep. he's acting there, there is acting nothing
0: out. and on top of that if god created angels to be messengers and to be workers for him and not for the purpose of of love and relationship then why would He's so lovely. He gave them free will because yep. in his mind, this is just my belief. I cannot speak for God. In his mind, a life without free will must be nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just it. Like if you, and in, in under that statement, if you wanted perfection, that meant God can create no one else under free will. Yeah, No one. He literally would have to not create anything. And I'm going to say this. If you said, yeah, well then he shouldn't have. Hey, screw you. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna say it again, that, screw you, because I know where I'm going and and I have my choices, but don't hold me back yeah. from eternity don't with God me, in heaven yeah. because you want to be ignorant. Like that's not okay. And you can't say that the rest of us now don't get that get that relationship with God because you just are willfully ignorant. That's on you. Now if that's not even a fair <laughs> statement. Now and i and I'll say, what yeah, did I say good. last night to to you, James. Um, here, well, here I'll just say it over. Here. And I sent a text to James. I was like, "Well, so then, um, so then we don't love because our hearts could get broken. We don't get married because it could end in divorce. We don't have children because they know that we know that they will die." I mean, you, you even know, like,
0: said, "You even said, why did he? Why does a farmer plant a garden knowing that there's going to be weeds to grow?" And it, that, yep, and there's because there's a, the possibility of growing the delicious fruit and vegetables. And caring for that, even th- that right there was well really it, produce,
1: good. it produces it produces the fruit. Listen, there's no harvest unless you plant, and every farmer that plants knows that not all things will get harvested. That's a fact. Okay, so if we just look at it from an earthly standpoint, when I plant this field, I know I'm not getting 100% harvest. It's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, the bottom line is it's going to grow, and there's going to be weeds that grow. There's going to be animals that come after that fruit. So the ones even that do start to make it, you've got the world picking at them it's apart like the to whole, destroy the fruit.
0: Plant your seeds on rocky ground. On rocky ground, soil, yes, it's just like things. the
1: parable of the soils, absolutely, of the, of the seed and the sower. Um, so the bottom line is, is God planted his garden of people and he's, and they're going to grow. The difference is at least being a human with free will, you have a choice to choose heaven. You know, the, the plants that grew in the ground, they're just, they, they don't have choice. They just grow and whatever happens to them happens to them. So at least you have a choice. As Mason said earlier, you have a choice to choose God in all of his glory and presence and perfect relationship. Now, if you're a person who's analytical and you draw yourself a chart, Okay, let's see. If I choose God, that means, you know, I, I, I got to abide by his rules. But let me see what I get. <laughs> when I abide by his rules and I ask the for forgiveness. Five <laughs> yeah, the, the chart right there it is. And you go, okay, I get, oh, wow. Hmm, that's pretty impressive. But, oh, you know, I really don't care for rules much. Uh, and then you look at the rules. Let's look at God's rules. Do you know why the devil fo- fo- uh, focuses so hard on sexual things? Because a man or woman caught in sexual sin, I mean like living in it, like it's hard for you to give up because it's so physically gratifying. Guess what else the devil focuses on? Addiction, because it's physically gratifying. He is using your physical nature to hold you back. And the bottom line is sex was created as a beautiful thing between two married people, not just to be thrown around and wasted, so it was meant to feel good and to be gratifying, so a husband and wife you know when you're arguing about what color towels to get, you could make up and have some sex and then all be okay. You know what I mean like he he meant to be for that and and, and and not not to be used in like a you know a dish rag or something like that, but he created these things, and so our bodies have natural processes in them that make us feel good and do otherwise, and the devil says, hmm." These humans are so weak with their free will. Just keep this in mind. And with their faith. He knows you're weak with your free will. Aside from even your faith, he knows you're weak in your faith. If you don't know the word, of course you're weak in your faith because you don't have anything foundation to stand on. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But here, here he knows you're weak when it comes to your free will. He's known that since the Garden of Eden, and he will push your buttons on where you're weakest in your free will, and there is his strongest stronghold. Okay, so when you're dealing with those things, you got to ask yourself: Is God's rules? You go back and read the Ten Commandments. Do any of them have an adverse side effect for you as a person,
0: or as a, or as a country, as a nation, as a whole entire world? Honestly, no. We can ask that question again. Do they have adverse?
1: <laughs> no, and they don't. And and when you read them, you realize. There are so many levels of protection in those 10 commandments, so many levels that if we were to adhere to them, this world would be a beautiful place, but we don't. In fact, most of them are not adhered to period. Now, men in general, you know, they write their own law. Oh, you can't murder. You can't steal. Okay. That's great. You know, we've got two, um, but, You know, people will still do again, even though we have the law, people have their free will, so they'll do what they want. But the bottom line is is it is a positive thing to say these serious things we we have them as laws to follow. It's not a bad thing. So when you think God is a bad guy because he has laws and everything else, it's like it's not a bad thing. If people were not having just you know, premarital random sex, we would not have so many broken homes. Abortions. That's a a fact. We we wouldn't even have 98% 98% of all abortions are repeat offenders. So if we literally didn't even allow a repeat offender, 50% of abortions would be gone overnight. And yeah. that, That's just a fact. The bottom line is the devil has you guys stuck. And and I'm going to say you guys, me, anyone else in sexual sin. Yes, yes. And that's it. And he uses it to your TV, to your your everything, pornography, women wearing nothing, whatever it is they can do to distract you, he's got you. And that's what he wants to do is in your stronghold. So again, again, You gotta blame, God is not. Now, God created these choices in the very beginning, but it's a choice, okay? So don't say you're being controlled, it's a choice. And given the choice, you wanna have a choice. Everyone says they want to have the choice, so we can't deny that. So we gotta go back, and again, you blame the choices, but you also blame the devil for starting this whole thing. He was clever enough to make two people fall, And you repeat the process, even on today's day and age. So let's keep it clean and simple. Don't muddy the water. So listen, now they've also said, well, then God could stop this and God could stop that. Oh, he's going to, okay? But not before it's time, as Mason said earlier, in the end, okay, the end game. When he comes back in the Battle of Armageddon, actually before that, with the rapture, and even prophecy that's going to be fulfilled here in the very soon. Listen, atheist, wake up. The Jews are going to build the third temple. It's coming soon. I'm warning you now. It's not because I'm a prophet. It's because it's been written. (laughs) Keep your eyes on what's going on with the Jews right now. When they build their third temple, just know this. They're going to start their daily sacrifice again. It's not because I'm a prophet. It's because I read the Bible. When they start their daily sacrifice again, sometime after after they've been going, there's going to be a person that's going to stand there. It's called the abomination of desolation will stand in the holy place claiming to be God and doing miracles before men he's gonna stop He's going to stop the daily sacrifice. This is part of the sign that's in the scripture. You're on fire, Jonathan. I know, I'm on fire. You're burning up. And guess what else is going to happen? The mark of the beast is here that speaking of in Revelation, where no man will buy or sell, say, he that has a mark in his hand or in his forehead. Understand this. It doesn't matter whether rich, (laughs) poor, free, or bond. It's coming, brother. And let me tell you this. You don't even have to be a God person to know that. If you're even slightest bit into technology, you already know it is coming. Because the tech guys would laugh at you if you said it's not. Our United States of America is going to be cashless, within probably the next five to seven years. And if you think that's a fantasy, it's because your face is in something else other than what's going on in our world. But make no mistake about it, it is coming quickly. The United States right now is meeting with other countries. They're trying to get their digital currency out before China does, okay? China right now is trying to push their digital currency out. We are going cashless. It brings forth the prophecy of the mark of the beast. And I'm just telling you, brother, right now, if I gotta spit it fast so you can hear it in your eyes, those things are coming. If nothing else, when you see this happening, when you see those chips going in people's hands, that is of the Bible. Make no mistake, as you watch it become, it's going to become mandatory at some point. And I'm warning you now, don't take the mark. But remember this, that Christian Bible is the only book in the world and, and that it, give you all of that instruction, so pay attention.
0: And I love the passion, but the best part about it is when you realize that this stuff is, is coming to life right before your eyes and that we're in the end days— you won't be asking why God does this. No. You won't be worried about your free will because if you have the foreknowledge and you have just the knowledge to see that it is real, that God is an all-loving, all-knowing, all-powerful God, you will stop asking the questions. And you'll
1: literally go, all right, what do I need to do yeah. to be on the right side of the fence here when things go down?
0: And I want to I wanna pull some scripture into the suffering topic. Yes. There is so much suffering across the world. Well... Paul, and many of his books, addresses that. And in Romans 8, let me see here, 8.18, he says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be ca- compared with the glory which shall be received in heaven. So if you have Christ in your heart, you understand that no matter what is and will happen to you, has nothing to be compared to the glory that is in heaven. And that should feel good for the 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 the, the, the born again in Christ.
1: Yes. And you know what else uh, so so keep this in mind. Um, you know prior when you're when you are an atheist, I noticed this. Atheists are scared of disease. <laughs> they say they're <laughs> not, but they are. And they're scared of time. These two things work against them uh, considerably because they see that their only life is here on earth. And so if it's not a good life then it's just terrible. Right. Yeah. Okay. But the bottom line is if you took, okay, let's say a string. Okay. So let's, the string is eternity. All right. Now I assure you this, you couldn't stretch out a string to represent really eternity truthfully. Right. I mean, like you would have to go on forever. So therefore, if I gave you one end and you took off, I would never see you again. (laughs) Um, Okay. So let's just say I gave you a string And you started walking away to where we couldn't see each other anymore. You walked straight down a flat street to the point where I couldn't even really, I I, I couldn't even see you. You're so small. Now, pause. That's eternity. That is what you can spend with Christ in heaven. Isn't that beautiful? Okay. We're talking about no pain, no suffering. We're talking about the best place and feelings you could ever have in your life that God has for you. This is not Satan that has it for you. This is what God has for you. If you're willing to go after it, it's yours. Okay. Now. Your earthly life—it's like your earthly life. Now here's the string, from you to me. I can't see you. You're the size of a person, somewhere on that string, the dot from a pen. Not, put it not on even, there. but yes, not even, not even an it atom.
0: One atom of the
1: string. Yes, one atom of the string. Right? Is your life here on Earth? That's how small and insignificant our time here is. Okay. It wasn't meant to last forever once the sin happened, once the toil, sweat of the brow. As the Bible says, once they sinned, they said, well, guess what, Adam? You're going to have to work in the field now. You're going to have to till the ground and there's going to be weeds. Okay. Prior to that, he didn't have to till the ground that way and there wasn't weeds. Okay. I mean, it, it wasn't he had to worry about. It. He wasn't going to have to sweat even, you know, prior to that. But now that's part of life. Okay. So here you are. There's this microscopic dot on that eternity string that's here on earth right now. So when you look at the comparison of the two, you'll realize that, wow, if I only, I got to deal with some things for this little microscopic dot, you know? And all I have to do is for this microscopic amount of time is just, you know, love the Lord with all thy heart, Ask for forgiveness when I sin. Jesus will forgive your sin, okay? And I'm not talking about it's a free pass. I'm talking about you're trying not to sin. You're turning from your sin as often, and you repent. You truly feel bad when you do it, and you're like, all right, Lord, I want to come with you. I'm sorry. I'm just i weak in this spot, okay? That's all. It's just being humble in spirit, okay? That's all. Guess what? That little dot is nothing, and it feels like a long time here because you're in your human flesh. You're in your terrestrial body, when you receive your celestial body which is we all receive a celestial body that's what goes on forever that's your soul that's being brought out that that's what lasts forever so i'm okay and listen you act though let me just going to say this atheists you act as though you or someone else with disease or whatever else or kids or whatever suffer but what christians don't think about that for a moment now, Christians are following Christ and loving on Christ, whether they get a disease or not. Because we love Christ is not because our life is perfect. You're a fool for thinking that. But we're smart enough to know our time here is short. I mean, we have a God that loves us, and we know that we live in a natural world that is spinning out of control, and He told us. The Bible says. You will suffer tribulation. You all will. If not from just the natural, certainly for the name of Jesus Christ. Okay? Yeah. So, as a Christian, I, we sign gotta up, deal with it. I sign up for extra persecution. Me too. How's that? Okay? So there, so So while you're whining over here in this side, I'm over here saying, buck up. You know what I mean? Suck it up, buttercup. Like, we're only here for a short time, and then we go. And that's and,
0: it. And I mean, you can say easily that, that we don't know, understand, because we live in a first world country. But recently, I I got hit in the head really hard at work. Now, this is just an insignificant story. But I couldn't walk. I couldn't open my, I couldn't do anything. I had such a severe concussion. I would say I was in a state of suffering. The doctor came to me and said, this may be a very, very extreme brain bleed. I I don't want to talk about myself. This is not the reason. I don't want to, whatever. But I had peace in it. I prayed and I just said, you know what, if, if, if this is what's going to happen and this is the suffering that I'm going to deal with the rest of my life, I'm okay with it because not only is it going to grow
1: my testimony,
0: but that's just, that's just my life and I'm okay with it because I know I'm going to get rewarded in heaven tenfold.
1: Right. And and that's it. So don't covet and cherish your earthly body and earthly time here to that point. What's your job really here to do at the end of the day is to save as many people from the lake of fire as possible. The same... The same entity that tempted Adam and Eve is tempting every one of us right now and is trying to do the same thing. He's trying to ruin you. He's trying to ruin you. Whether you accept it or not, it doesn't matter. And if it doesn't, again, I'll, I'll say this. If the devil and God isn't real in your mind, then who do you have left to blame? Yourself? Uh, 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 you're stuck. and You got nowhere yeah. to go. And guess what? Your life here on earth? still remains the same whether you acknowledge God or not really your physical self is here and your physical self will die yep that is a fact
0: it's just the afterlife God's promise
1: of your celestial self and where you're going after that is what you're working for so you can complain about earth it's not going to change earth anymore and if you don't believe in God i love to say it again then you've got no one left to blame so now shut up and guess what you're gonna die anyways so, that being said, you, you know, you can get now into... Go ahead, James, you got a No,
0: I, I got a few more scriptures I wanted to pull out, but Paul uh, in 2 Corinthians is, is saying that he had a thorn in his side that was delivered to him by Satan for... Because of the revelations that he was bestowing upon people. He asked the Lord three times for it to be removed, and the Lord said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. He was directly told by the Lord my grace is sufficient. <laughs> right. And and I know that can be very hard to see if you're looking at a very serious case. But someone that truly has Christ in their heart understands that his grace, his grace over the grave is sufficient enough. It yep. truly is. And and who by the way, walked this earth, blemish free, sin free, was beaten, tortured, made—I mean, the worst things imaginable by humans—suffered so significantly, then died and was hung on a cross, not for himself, but for you and me. Yep. It would—it wouldn't—it would make me mad if I was suffering. And he didn't understand he understands and yep. he understood before he was on the cross but he now truly let's say he understands felt, he felt, felt the it.
1: physical his physical body felt the pain period and that is that is the beauty of it all so it is not by the way impossible right to to do what god has asked us it is just unlikely for most people because enough is never enough, as we discussed with the husband or wife store. Um, that's just a fact. Uh, uh, so that being said, he demonstrated like, look, I know, I, I, I told you not to do these things and those things, but look, Christ here, boom, He walked, he did exactly. he was the representation of what a Christian should be. So atheists, listen, you cannot take quote unquote Christians or crappy Christians and say that, you know, uh, look how, look how screwed up everything and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, atheists will pull into, well, look what the Catholics did and the listen to me. I I just want to clear the air on this too. Okay. The Pope
0: Mm.
1: Catholicism. Mm. It's not of the Bible. It's not of God. Mm -hmm. It's not of Christ. Mm. Okay?
0: I hate to say amen to and, that, and, but it's and, not. And,
1: and, and it's not. And listen, you might be a Catholic, listen to this, and that may offend you. Go to but our I'm already going to tell you right now. Number one, go to the, the unread or misled videos, watch those, and then Catholic Christian or whatever, Catholic Catholicism. Go ahead and watch that, and then tell me what you think, because all I'm doing is quoting the Word of God. The bottom line is is Christianity of the biblical form is very pure, and it's very simple, and— the behavior. If you read about Christ, so if you're an atheist, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Okay, Amy. Read Romans
0: and read Romans there seriously. Yes, that
1: is book will answer so many questions. So, so, so read that stuff because you'll learn about Christ. You'll learn how he talked to people. You'll learn how we are to address people, and you'll learn. Guess what? Jesus was cool, dude. It didn't matter when here the harlot that's going to be stoned to death for adultery, right? And Jesus basically looks at the dudes who by law had right to kill her with stones. Even Jesus would have had the right to pick it up and kill her. And he tells these guys like, which one of you doesn't have sin? Oh, you go ahead and throw the stone. And these guys self-reflected and realized, oh man, we all have sin." And Guess what? (laughs) I'm going to tell you, atheists, if someone is attacking you and it's quote-unquote a Christian, just remind them. Now, listen, again, you have to acknowledge God so you can't be an atheist anymore, just saying. <laughs> but nonetheless, well, again, you have to give up atheism in order to get involved in the conversation. But, um, you know, there are Christians today that still pick up stones, right? Now, preaching the Word of God and the truth of what sin is, sin is not is not throwing stones. It is directing people, and actually the Bible says that if I do not teach you of what the Bible says is sin or is not, and you go to the lake of fire because I refuse to tell you or teach you that your blood is on my hands, that is so powerful as a Christian. So I will not sit quietly. I'll share it with you. What you do with it from there is fine with me. It's up to the you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, if you're gonna go and, and and go against it, that's okay. I don't listen. I don't hold that against you, man. It's cool. Do what do whatever you want. But at the end of the we day, we got free will. <laughs> exactly. Do whatever you want. You got free will. I mean, I, I I can't. It's not my job to control you. I'm not trying to control you. Be as whomever you may. That's up to you. But like I said, with all things, you know, in your own current life, you know, the consequences when you drive fast and go past the cop, you're going to get a ticket. I mean, it just happens. I mean, this is what it brings us to. And I know I've got all kinds of awards for driving, outperforming the other drivers on the highway. <laughs> uh, that's what I like. i want going to go to my mom. I got a ticket. <laughs> like, yeah, do you know how fast you're going, sir? Oh, no, please tell me. Please tell me. <laughs> i, I just want to know right? that speed gun's
0: wrong i was going 10 over that
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there's another question that you know we got thrown at us is like well you know god should just remove all evil like if, if if evil's in the world why doesn't he just remove it he's all loving well i like to once again go to the foundation and say well which evil uh when was the last time you sinned sir when was the last time i sinned so if you're going to take out You have to take out everybody.
1: You have to take out all evil, and guess what? Nothing. No one exists. No one exists. Okay.
0: And it's the the whole thing of what what Jesus said about the beam and the mote in the brother's eye. Why judge someone else? Why judge? And I understand if something really bad's happening, it's really, really bad. But you cannot judge you cannot say this shouldn't be happening. This person shouldn't be on the world from their evil. If you yourself have evil, and that's why Jesus Christ is the mediator between heaven and earth, because He lived the perfect life he and lived the sinless so, life.
1: So yeah, and when when I'm, you know on Facebook comments, when and again, keyboard warriors are just funny because in person. Um, you never get the same responses. I mean, they have I've, time
0: to think about it. Yeah, they and have time have to time think to... about it, but
1: they also have a shield protecting them from the man on the other side. Yeah, that's me. true. <laughs> if you want to have that kind of don't, conversation? Don't with me look in at person, Jonathan in
0: the face and tell him to f off. Because I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be good. It's
1: not going to be good. You're going to get to meet Jesus a little sooner <laughs> than later, um, no doubt. Uh, but you know, I don't uh, uh, judge. An atheist, you know, no. the comments I've and is nasty there. and cusses and swears. Yeah. It's okay. You'll notice we'll maintain composure. I don't mind poking the bear a little bit because <laughs> I want to have the conversation. If you're going to get and you're going to comment on one of the posts, a public Christian post, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and poke the bear. When you go, yeah. like, when you get on there, you're like, "F your God" and blah 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 and all this stuff. I say, "Well, aw, hello, how are you? Nice to meet you too. <laughs> you know, how can we help you today?" Or I'll say things like. Well, thank you for coming on our page and making comments. All of your posts and comments bring traffic to our page, which increases our visibility. It and helps lead more people us, to
0: Jesus Christ. It helps us grow spiritually. Yeah. Chall- I say, I tell people all the time, challenge us. I've said that previously in the podcast. You're challenging us, and I'm telling you right now, you ain't destroying my faith. You're growing my
2: faith.
1: Yep, and that's that's what I, I I know atheists when you come onto the page, I know you're coming to try to destroy faith. But let me just tell you. Let me tell you what happens on the other side. Number one, my sword gets sharper every day and my shield gets stronger every day. So- Bring it on. <laughs> in my death, you will. I will become more powerful than <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> right? Okay, so now besides that though, guess what happens on the other end? We get direct messages from people, mm-hmm. okay? That were either once an atheist or lost, or was a Christian at one time, or slightly a Christian and just fell away because they never got the answers they were looking for. And guess what? When you come on, making your stink, acting a fool, saying a bunch of (laughs) stuff—excuse me—you're going to get all these messages. You know, all—all of our responses. There are tens of thousands of people watching, and I'll tell you what: a ton of them are people. Who do believe, but don't know what they believe, and they're kind of confused, and they get the answers, answers. that into their soul that they've been seeking. And when they get those answers, They are rejuvenated. So you are bringing people to Christ. An atheist entering my page, our page, is bringing people to Christ. Whether you know it or not, thank you so much. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, let's get some some applause in there, James. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you for your comments. Thank you for your traffic. Thank you for your things. We really appreciate it. Because we answer those questions, and you're not the only person asking those questions. Nope. No, no. And so it is. It's great. And listen, at the end of the day... um, our goal is to save your soul, okay? And, and we can't do that. All we can do is provide you with information, answer your questions, give you our personal time. I, w- I would prefer that as an atheist, you know, you respected us as opposed to cussing, swearing, and being belligerent against something that you don't even believe in in the first place. It would be nice to have an adult conversation. However, I do realize That the majority of you that comment that um, are belligerent are not corporate people. It's obvious by your Facebook page. It's obvious by your attire. It's obvious by your pictures and other things that you post that generally you are in a darker phase. You have a darkness uh, of evil. Really, the God of this world has his hands over Mm. your eyes. and I'm talking about Satan. He's blinding you, but he's also made you a bitter person. Some of you are loners. Like you can see it. It's obvious. Some of you are not, but certainly, you know, I would say the majority are the, of the blue collar kind. And guess what? I spent 20 years in construction. There's nothing that's going to come out of your mouth that probably hasn't come out of mine multiple times. So no surprise, but thanks. Thank God. Right, you know, I've made changes in my own speech, and my own thing, and I and I am a better person today than I was yesterday. and I'll be a better person tomorrow than I am today. That's a, that's a fact. But so I understand if you want to have the construction language and blah blah blah. I get it. It doesn't bother me at all, and I'm gonna leave it on Facebook for all people to see. It's okay. I'm not filtering my page because yeah. your 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 profanity. But it, the point is to have the conversation with you. And when you see us spending our personal time, just know. That, that actually takes away time from our from our families and our friends, okay? But we will leave the 99 to come after yes. the one. oh, you, amen. You are important. In case you don't know what that is, that's a Bible verse, okay? And we will come after you and, and help. Now, if you don't want the help, once you bounce off the page, because you got to the point where you had to acknowledge God and you wouldn't, um, well, then at that point, you know, there's not much more I can do. I'm not here to force it on you. Yep. James, you had a... Yeah,
0: look. I just got a few other things in, in terms of suffering and, and, and just the yeah. overall... Oh, go ahead. And one
1: thing, you know, before you go to that, I would right. say this. There was a gentleman who kept, kept insinuating that God hates children. Now, mind you, this is an atheist. So, again, this is just was stupid. So rather than getting off into the weeds so much, I just said, you know, God does not hate children. I mean, like you, know, you won't answer my question. I said, no, you said God hates children. And I said he does not. There. And then... You know, all I did was say, why do you hate your son? And this guy, like, why do I hate my son? And he goes on, oh, you're a special kind of stupid. And he goes off and about my intelligence and this and I that. I didn't see that. And I'm i sorry. Res- and I responded to him and I said, you know, you comment on my intelligence, yet I've been 10 steps ahead of you the whole time. In fact, I've got you pigeonholed. You do realize in order before we move forward, you have to actually give up being an atheist or you have no valid statements, right? I get into that and I said, but why do you hate your son? Now, he won't answer the question. Now, either A, he knows exactly where I'm going with that, right? That's where you're going. (laughs) But I don't think he's thinking that far ahead. I think he's just, he can't argue anymore, so he's done. But the bottom line was, all I was going to say is, you know what? God created this world, giving us free will, knowing that choices would be made, good and bad, and there'd be consequences. But at the end, he gives us a way out. That's that's pretty fair. Imagine having the way out, son. Do you want to spend life in prison or do you want out? OK, and if you're an atheist and you want to choose life in prison, that's up to you. OK, so he gave us his free will. But basically, you know, when Mason or I had my children, right, it, it, do I hate children? No. Do I hate them? Do I hate them? No, I guess what? I brought them into this world. Yes, they could possibly. I know they're going to die. Number one. So what, what? God kills God. I killed my son. Like, that's stupid. No, okay. I mean, yeah, so, yeah that's a good <laughs> point. Know, right, right. I didn't kill my son. I gave, wait, we gave birth to him. My wife gave birth to him. We brought him into this world, not because we hated him, because we love him. And we gave him everything we could. A good father provides. My father in heaven has provided. Absolutely. And, and we have the love for our children all along the way. But guess what? My son has free will, and he's going to do things against my will. And there was repercussions. Mason can speak to that Uh, when you cross Daddy's line, um, the punishment always followed. It didn't waver. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, it was there. The bottom line was, though, he knew it before he chose it. And even under, even under the duress of you're going to get that paddle across your butt and you're literally going to scream like you just got killed like they know the level of pain and suffering that comes with it and yet his free will still did it yep. it's proof that he has free will because he, he why else would someone want that paddle he just yeah. wanted the freedom of choice right so go so, ahead James. you
0: know i just want to kind of kind of bring things to a close and the last thing i want to say about the suffering piece is that god can take any piece of suffering and use it to bring good. Oh, yeah. I know it's hard to see, but possibly someone dying in a tragedy, they were close to God, but through that death, they found they, a few of their family members were able to come to Christ. Yep. Through a tragedy, it allows other people— it, 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 you have to understand that God can and will allow good and will make good out of evil as long as you're willing for it to happen. That's that's the that's the piece that I really wanted to just to, to hone in there is that it's it's not just evil. With God on your side, you can turn it into a good.
1: Yeah, and there's there's the other side. So we've been talking about just the horrible, horrible side. Like they they try to portray, you know, God from the, the, the just this horrible side. Can you can you spend as much time talking about the beauty oh. and the love and the relationships? Now listen, if you don't have it, well, then you might want to change your thinking. You might want to start doing something different because I have it. Now, mind you, that's highly probable that if, no, I don't, I don't think we'll be here on earth long enough, to be honest with you. But, um, assuming I were to live till I was in my, you know, late, late, late ages, right? Um, it's highly probable I will die of cancer. I'm just going to say that right now. I have
0: something other than the natural. Well,
1: I can tell you why. Because I spent 20 years inhaling silica and dust from bricks and concrete, things that kill people. Mm. The bottom line is, I had a freedom of choice. You know what I mean? I could have worn a perfect respirator all the time, and I did not. In fact, I rarely did. Um, That was my own choice. But at the same time, you know what? I'm not concerned about it. If the Lord takes me off planet Earth today, if someone walks in and blows my brains out, it's okay, and I'm okay with that, it's not tragic. And I tell my family, don't you whimper for me, I beat you. I'm going to heaven first. When, when the rapture occurs in Revelation 14, right? The dead in Christ shall go first, guess who goes? I beat you, that's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. So it is. listen, when you realize the love of Christ and you realize where you get to go, you'll welcome death. Not talk about it like it's a bad thing anymore. Yep. You'll realize that, yes, suffering sucks. My grandmother, I, I watched her suffer from cancer, okay? I watched her die. She should still be alive today. And, and you know, if she didn't have that, she would be, because she wouldn't be that ancient. But the the bottom line is, is my grandmother, you know, passed away from it. Now, she lived a wonderful life. Prior to that, lots of love, lots of good. It's not all bad. Okay, And she was young when she had breast cancer. She was one of the first breast cancer survivors in the United States of America. They actually monitored her, I don't know, throughout her whole life just to wow. pay attention. How long will she survive? And she was one of the, if not the longest lasting mastectomy, one of the first mastectomies in the United States. And, and she had that. But later on in life, cancer came back Yeah, and, and it took her. But you know what? We don't dwell on the fact that there was sickness and disease. We know we're not stupid. We know what comes with life. And guess what? Now, let me dial this back. I had guys that worked for me when I was in construction. And Brandon, my sad story. (laughs) I'm going to get choked up. You're good. 18 years old, man, dead. All from just a party in an apartment. You know, just hanging out. And somebody from another school comes over to start a fight. And... They're out in the front yard, him and him and one guy and another another guy. Just duking it out, right? It's hands. There's, that's it. Little did anyone know the one kid had a knife on him. Mm. Stuck it right between his rib cage, right into his heart. Said, I got you. Took his life. Free will. Free will to have a party. Free will to fight. Free will to stab. The end result was tragic. Tragic. Good looking kid. His life ahead of him taken but it happens it's part of life it's a natural life people will do people are people they're going to do what they do but you see at the same time brandon didn't have to live a life of paycheck to paycheck bills to bills pain sickness taxes worry heartache nothing Bottom line is, is he's at rest until it's time. The Bible says we are at rest until we hear the Lord's voice at his second coming. We meet him in the clouds. Now you might think that's a fairy tale. Like I said, watch the Mark of the Beast video. it will start to wake you up to what's in our scripture. But the bottom line is, is dying young, you know, if you think it's tragic, it feels tragic on a human side. Yes, it's tragic on the human side. But it is not tragic. It spared a life of pain for sure. And you might say, well, it also spared a life of experiences. He doesn't know that. He doesn't feel it. The moment he died, his thoughts perished.
0: And his experiences will be glorified in heaven.
1: Yep. That's it. And I can't speak for sure. I, you know, I didn't, Brandon worked for me. I can't tell you for sure if he was a Christian or not. I can't speak to any of that. But the bottom line is, is, is throughout life, you know, I've seen young people die. When I was a kid, The child across the street who was always told not to play by the edge of the street. Him and his brother always played. There was like a two-foot strip of grass right before the curb on the street. They were always playing right there by the driveway. And my father would yell at him across the street. Hey, get away from there. Blah, 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 blah. Those parents just didn't care. I'm sorry. They didn't. But I'll tell you what. The day they backed over one of them, they cared. They were on the front lawn screaming, screaming because they just ran over their child, killed him right there. The same spot my father would yell and tell him to get away from there, blah, blah, blah. They backed out of the driveway, didn't see him as he was leaned over at the edge of the drive in the curb there, playing around in the stuff, and they backed right over him. That's life. It hurts. There is pain. Blame blame the devil. That's where pain comes from. Yes, God sees these things, but he is not intervening in your free will. He's not intervening in your free will. He's not a slave driver. You'll do what you want. But I can tell you, that child, you don't have to worry about the child. He'll be with the Lord. Mm. He didn't have to choose God. He was just a child. The Lord says, if you do not come unto me as one of these children, you cannot make it. Right? That means pure, clear, and clean pure of heart love and joy well you can be a filthy animal like me and everybody else i'll tell you but christ will wash you clean amen that's it christ will wash you clean he's the answer don't deny the gift and the pain he went through just for you it doesn't make sense that the blinders off don't let the devil hold your eyes man take it off accept that gift start the relationship with jesus and i'm going to tell you what the moment the moment you do your life's not going to be perfect there's still going to be pain and suffering but what you're going to realize is hey i'm just at the terminal man like i'm about to catch my flight out of here it's coming it's okay and in the meantime i want to love on people I want to share my, my joy in Christ. I want them to come with me. So get saved. Love God. Love people and help those in need through Jesus Christ. That's it. So I'm praying for you, brothers, sisters, and I'm talking Christian or otherwise. The devil's in us all. You got to shake him loose. We can make our last bit of time here better, not bitter. And I pray in Jesus' name that if you hung on to this podcast and you you listened, that your heart now, if you're on here still, your heart has begun to change because you were willing. You were willing to freely choose him. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Affinity Christian Ministries podcast. That was a very emotional ending for all of us here. We thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the show, you can do so online or through our mobile app. Just go on your phone, wherever you download your apps at, and you can find it easily there. We pray for every single person on this earth every single day because that's where our hearts are truly at. Evangelism and witnessing the gospel to everybody. We love you. Thank you so much, and we'll be talking to you on the next episode.